The two-man flyer settled onto a recently harvested tarot field, the wheels sinking so deeply into the mud that Ptolemek wondered if they would be able to escape later. Granted, the jungle-filled Mavar Island didn't offer anything as sophisticated as airstrips or roads, but this seemed a dubious alternative. This thought was reinforced when brown-skinned men in grass skirts ran out of the village bordering the far side of the field. More than one carried a spear. Ptolemek leaned forward to touch the shoulder of Lieutenant Cass, Raptor, on, the pilot, and the new love in his life, though there had been precious little time for loving of late. Should we be readying weapons, or is that the welcoming committee? Not surprisingly, Cass's Mark 500 sniper rifle already rested between her legs. He had gotten used to the idea that she slept with it sometimes. After all, he had been known to sleep with a few vials of incendiary goo under his own pillow, at least in enemy territory. The colonel's dad is supposed to have been here for a couple of months, Cass said. She looked over at the flyer that had touched down ahead into the right of theirs. Her commander, Colonel Ridgewalker Zerkander, appeared to be too busy rummaging for something in the cockpit to notice the villagers' approach. His passenger, the raven-haired sorceress Sardel Terushan, was paying more attention to their surroundings and had her eyes on the approaching villagers. The young man piloting the third flyer, Lieutenant Duck, was watching them as well and tapping his fingers on the firing mechanism for the craft's machine guns. That doesn't answer my question, Ptolemek said. There are plenty of men who'd like to shoot Zerkander. His father may be every bit as loathsome to these people. Loathsome, Cass snorted. Zerkander sat up, waving a postcard in the air. Found it. When he smiled, the chin strap of his leather cap dangling down to his white scarf and pilot's jacket, he admittedly didn't look much like a despicable villain. He was more the dashing sort whom women wanted to bed and whom men wanted to drink with, but Ptolemek still had a tendency to find him irritating. Zerkander had been shooting down Kofa dirigibles for longer than Ptolemek had been in the Kofa military, and during Ptolemek's years as a pirate, Zerkander had shot down plenty of those airships too. Sardell leaned forward, touching Zerkander's shoulder, and whispered something. Ah, uh, yes, Zerkander said, nodding toward the villagers. No fewer than a dozen of them were navigating the muddy field, grass skirts flapping around their legs as they ran. They would be close enough to throw those spears soon. It's possible this isn't a sanctioned landing strip. It's possible they've never seen a flyer before and think we're demons, here to pillage their homeland, Sardell said. Demons? I was hoping for children of the gods. Zerkander threw a leg over the lip of the cockpit and jumped to the ground, mud spattering in all directions. It hardly mattered. The whole team was grimy after surviving that volcanic eruption on Kofair. Watch my back, will you? He called up to Sardell, then strode toward the approaching villagers, carrying nothing more than the postcard. Cass shifted in the cockpit, emitting a grunt of irritation. Problem. Ptolemek wondered if he should get out or remain in the flyer. His own reputation as the Deathmaker was even more loathsome than Zerkander's, at least among some peoples.
but the pirate fleet he had been a part of had never visited this remote island, and he doubted the natives would know of him. He usually asks me to watch his back, Cass grumbled. She rested the barrel of her rifle on the windshield, clearly intending to do so, whether Zerkander had asked or not. He probably doesn't want the natives perforated with bullets, Ptolemek said, trying not to let it bother him that Cass felt some possessiveness toward another man. Zerkander had been her commander far longer than Ptolemek had been in her life. It was natural that she cared about keeping him alive. This logic only partially reassured him. I wouldn't perforate a random native, Cass said. Give him a shave, maybe, but not perforate him.